0: السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ربي اشرح لي صدري ويسلي أمري واحل لقدة من لساني يفقه قولي Subhana ka la ilmalana illa ma'allamtana inna ka anta lalim ul hakeem. Allahumma allimna ma'yanfauna. Allahumma anfa'ana bima'allamtana wa zidna ilma. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the Sustainer, Naresha and Cherisha of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. O Allah, we beseech Thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Amin. Ya Rabbal Alamin. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of all. That yesterday we started Surah An-Nur chapter 24. Regarding which Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Sayyida Aisha, Umm al-Mu'mineen radiallahu ta'ala anha said. Allimu nisaakum surah An-Nur. You must teach your female Surah Nur, so whether we are the father, the brother, the husband, the son, we should be teaching them, learning it ourselves and teaching it to others. So that is because it has so many laws related to the family structures. All Mithyallah Jalla Wala. in today's lesson will inform us of Surah Nur chapter 24, verses 4 and 5. However, in the previous lesson, all Mithyallah Jalla states, Suratun Anzalnaha wa that this is a surah, we have revealed it and we made it compulsory. So upon the governments, upon the judges in Muslim countries and territories, it is something mandatory and not optional. Today we find in most countries it has been abandoned. This is because the Muslim countries want favor and want to curry favor with the enemies of Islam. وَأَنْزَلْنَا فِيهَا أَيَاتٍ مَيِّنَاتٍ And all Majlallah in the surah has mentioned clear, clear verses لَعَلَّكُمْ تَذَكّرُونَ So that you take heed. Azaniya to أزاني. I mentioned to you here that when you translate Azani to Azani, it means the fornicators and fornicator, those people who are not married. For them, this is the punishment. Remember, if it is adultery, then it is the death punishment, the death penalty, and that will be capital punishment. On that, day's Ijma consensus unanimity among all the scholars of Islam, so therefore we must draw this distinction. So for fornication, the punishment is mentioned in the Qur'an, the hundred lashes, and the capital punishment is mentioned in the Ahadith, if you open Bukhari, Muslim, almost every Hadith kitab. More than 50-50 Sahaba have mentioned the Hadith of Rajam, Hazrat Maiz radiyallahu anha, Hazrat Ghamidiyya radiyallahu anha. So this was done by Nabi alayhi sallallahu and the Khulafa and carried on. So we must remember that there is no need to apologize to anybody. There is no need to compromise on any issue. So when they are found guilty, either that they, they themselves confess that they committed this crime, or there are four male witnesses who say they are an eyewitness to it. Not they saw some video or some snap and so forth. No, it must be eyewitness. So fuzzly do kulla wahidim min umamiyata jaldah, so you whoop each one of them hundred lashes. And Walata Khudkumbi Mara Fatunfi Allah, do not show any one of them that any mercy compassion regarding the Deen of Allah. The penal code has to be applied so that it is a deterrent for the masses. If you take South Africa today the crooks, the criminals are ten, twenty, thirty percent, and seventy, eighty percent of the people are now suffering because the law and order is so weak. So what happens? Islam says no. 95% of the people must be safe. Those 1, 2, 5% criminals, we will make them samples and examples. So that is called hudud, the laws of Allah that must be implemented. In kuntum tu'minuna billahi wal yawmil if you believe in Almighty Allah and the last day. And these type of punishments must be administered not in the privacy of the prison and jail. وَلْيَشْهَدْ أَذَابَهُ مَا مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ A group of believers should be there present to witness it. So that is what Islam is teaching us. So each one of us should realize the beauty of Islam. Now this boy, this girl, they eloped and they committed zina fornication. So what options do they have after this punishment? Azani لَا إِلَّا Remember this person who committed fornication. So he must get married or should get married to the lady he committed this crime with. Or a non-Muslim. So you can't get married to non-Muslim. But it is to show that your action is similar to you going right out of the fall of Islam. So it is abhorred, detested and something totally repugnant and hated in Islam. illa zanin or mushrik and you the lady you should get married to the zani the one who committed fornication with you or a mushrik a non-muslim polytheist, idolater and allah has made this haram upon the believers the act of zina in all its forms shapes and sizes quran kareem teaches us taqrabu don't even go near the fornication adultery When you look at Western democracies today, you will find not although they say it's permissible, they glorify it. Adam and Eve, Adam and Steve, Madam and Eve. So all this is permissible as long as they are two consenting adults. So Islam condemns all these type of laws and strict punishment for them and severe punishment for them. Now to understand today's lesson, Surah Nur, Surah 24, verse number 4 and 5, we need to understand Maqasidul Sharia. What are the aims and objectives of the Islamic code of law, the Islamic Sharia? Number one, din. we must protect the deen. Therefore, if a person was born a Muslim or embraced Islam, and he or she leaves Islam, then is a murtad and the death penalty will be applicable. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alaihi hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Man baddala deenahu faqtulu, a person who changes his religion must be killed. And remember, all four schools have ijma 'ah consensus on that. Second one is Hifzul Aqal, that we protect the intelligence, the intellect of people. Therefore, when people take alcohol, drugs and so forth for fun, entertainment, enjoyment, and they are found guilty, then there's 80 lashes given to them in public. So because we have to protect and preserve the intelligence, intellect of people. You see under apartheid, the white minority government in the townships, they made sure they were shabins so that the people who get drunk and they would not be able to think. Third one, that Hifz-ul-Mal, we protect the wealth and assets of people, and that is Islam will say that no one is allowed to steal, and if you steal and you found guilty, then we amputate your hand. So that is the third one. Fourth one, hifz nasr we preserve and protect the lineage of people. Therefore, no zina, no fornication, no adultery. If fornication takes place, then remember, then it is hundred lashes. If it is adultery, then it is the death penalty. So all Allah is teaching us all these laws, then it is Hifzul Izzah, your honor, your dignity must be preserved. And that has to do with today's lesson. Somebody calls you a zani, you're a fornicator, you're an adulterer. Or the lady, or a person calls that person there a lady, you're a zaniya, that you are an adulteress, you're a fornicatoress. So now they have caused harm to the reputation and honor of that person there. So what are the laws? So these are called hudud. That these are the laws of Allah. Once the person is found guilty, then it's non-negotiable. Thus punishment must be implemented. So that are the maqasid. And then for protection of life, we have kisas. And that will be a civil matter. That is, the victim's family must decide, do they want to take a life for a life, or will they take the diya, the blood money, Oh, well, they take, make sula and take a car or a house or whatever else they agree on mutually. Oh, well, they forgive that person. So, Islam has given all these laws. Now, let us look at today's lesson. Walladina and those people, men, يَرْمُونَ muhsanat Those who are casting allegations, those who are casting accusations against those ladies whether they are married or unmarried and who are chaste and pure so whether she's married or not married is not the criteria but she's a pure and chaste lady and now that male there told her That you are a zaniya, that you are an adulteress, you are a fornicatoress, you are sleeping with this man here, and you are committing zina and fornication, adultery. Words like that. Thereafter, subsequently, this person who cast this allegation, accusation, he or they cannot produce four male witnesses. بأربعة شهداء 4 Arbafo shuhadah witnesses the witnesses must be male witnesses and men of integrity in a hudud remember the penal code of Islam the women's testimony will not be accepted because they're very emotional and they will not be stable and so forth so therefore Islam says so when you cannot produce that if that person accepts it then that person will be punished but when that person rejects it and now you the one who accused her. You cannot produce four male witnesses, then you must whoop and lash them 80 lashes in public also. وَلَا تَقْبَلُوا لَهُمْ شَهَادَةً Abada And you must never accept for their testimony and evidence in future forever. Meaning that forever and ever there'll be mardudu shahada. Their testimony, evidence would not be accepted in future because they, they spoke such big, big lies, made such wild accusations. وَأُولَىٰي كَوْمُ الْفَاسِقُونَ And those are the people who are the transgressors. فَاسِق means al-khuruj and ita'ah. You make a circle and when a person goes beyond that circle, you say فَاسِق. So it means he went out of the sharia and he does so brazenly, openly. Now you might be wondering here, all my says those men who have accused the chaste lady But what about the opposite? Remember that Almighty Allah mentioned this, Allah Sabil al-Mithal as example. So you can give different scenarios, for example, a male accuses another male, a female accuses a male. A female accuses a female, so it is across the board, across the spectrum, so in all four cases the same scenario will apply. You, the person making these allegations, accusations, bring four male witnesses. If you cannot do so, then 80 lashes will be applicable upon you. So it shows that male to male, male to female, female to female, female to male. So it will be across the board, across the spectrum. And this is Hifzul izza to protect the honor and reputation of people it builds a person's years there to have that reputation and now that person just comes and says that you are a person you're a fornicator or an adulterer or adulterers or fornicators for the female so this is something serious And therefore, Islam calls it under hudud, the penal code of Islam. And if that person cannot produce four male witnesses, those who are adil and just and upright, then this person here will receive 80 lashes, one punishment. Second punishment, وَلَا تَقْبَلُوا لَهُمْ شَهَادَةً أَبَدًا. And that person there, his shahadat and testimony will not be accepted in future. الْفَاسِقُونَ And those are the people that they are fasiq and remember they are transgressors. They have gone beyond the boundaries and the limits. However, all Allah Jalla Allah gives people a second chance which one of us is not a sinner we all are sinners in today's world therefore mustafa sallallahu al-hadith kullukum khatta'oon each one of you is a sinner and the best sinner is the one who repents abundantly the hadith in Mishkat sharif so almighty allah says that now you are branded as a fasiq but there is a way out Except those people who repent and make sincere tawbah. Mimbadi Dalik after this. Now you repent to all Allah after you receive the punishment. You beg all Allah for forgiveness. You apologize to that person there. Wa aslahu and they make amends. for inna Allah Then all Allah wala is very very forgiving, very very merciful. Now here there is a big discussion what is meant by Toba. For Toba there are six conditions and we need to understand that conditions. Number one, a Toba to Anadama. The person who is making Toba must show remorse and regret, must be ashamed of himself or herself. Your Allah, your bounties are ever recurring, showering upon me. And yet I am committing this type of crimes. And these crimes, they are not Sagira, they're not minor crimes, they Kabira, Akbarul Kabair. They are the major, major crimes, the most heinous of crimes. And therefore the punishment is also severe. So number one condition will be an Nadama of source, regret, remorse. Number two, the sin we are involved in, we detach ourselves immediately from that sin. The person takes alcohol, goes to casino, commits zina, fornication, takes drugs, all these type of vices, riba, interest, so immediately he or she must sever ties with those people there with whom you involve for example the girlfriend the mistress, the boyfriend, the joy boy the toy boy, so whatever you want to call them, so you have to cut off ties and say I got nothing to do with you after you show remorse when you say that you want to make tawbah, then no more gambling, no more alcohol, no no drugs, no more women and boyfriend, girlfriend. So all that must stop immediately. So that is a sign now this person is going in the right direction. And the third one is the person must fulfill fulfil the rights of all Mighty Allah. See, Ramadan Mubarak is so near. How many of us, we have outstanding fast for the past five years, ten years. So qadha of those fasts, remember, is compulsory. Payment will not suffice. You have the health, you have the capacity to fast. So qadha is compulsory. Therefore, keep your qadha. Salat, how many of us have outstanding salat for the past ten, twenty, thirty years? Payment will not suffice. Qadha is compulsory. We have to make qadha. All five salats and the Hanafis say, what the five salat, the witr also. So only Hanafis say we have to make qadha of the witr also. So that is hukukullah. So the rights of all met Allah. So first we show remorse and regret. Number two is we detach and divorce ourselves from the vices and sins we are involved in. Number three, the debts and the obligations of all the law, whether it is our siyam and fasting, whether it is our salat and prayer, whether it is our zakat. How many of us have paid zakat properly since the time zakat is compulsory? Because we live in such countries, nobody will ask you anything. So remember, we duck and dive and we don't worry. And we try on and put on a picture, and an image that we are very pious and so forth. So we need to be clear. So that will be the third condition. The fourth condition will be To fulfill the rights of people Whether it is the amanat and trust Which they entrusted us with Whether it is their debts and their loans How many of us, we're just not paying the debts But we're going for umrah, we're going for hajj All this is unacceptable Remember Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam hadith in Sunan Nasai Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-kufri wa dain Ya Allah, I seek your protection from kufr, blasphemy and debts The Sahaba were astonished, the beloved students So wait at bil kufri ya Rasulullah You have almost like equated debts with kufr and their blasphemy Oh, and i the master, a.s. said yes. This is where Islam and capitalism differ. And remember, capitalism glorifies people to go into debt. And then they charge you interest. And you see, now you can't even pay the interest. Never mind the principal amount. So Islam says, lead a life that is debt-free, loan-free. And then you don't have worries and sorries. So that is what Islam is teaching us. Then the next one here will be al-ibad, And this is for Muslim and non-Muslim You can't say I oh, owe that man Muslim is a Jew, Christian, Hindu Just leave him, I'll fix him up, I won't pay No, you have to pay that amount Whether the creditor is a Muslim or non-Muslim So first we have remorse, regret Number two, we detach and divorce ourselves from the vices Third, fulfill the rights of Creator Fourth fulfill the rights of creation. So that is Islam. And the fifth one to ilallahi tawbatan Nasuha. Turn to all Majallah in such a manner that it is toba and meaning that person does not go back to those vices and those sins. So that is how you understand toba. So that's five. And the sixth one We beg all Allah Ya Allah For all our transgression All our sons of the past We ask and beg forgiveness Rabbana Zolamna Anfusana Ya Allah We have wronged our souls Ourselves Wa illam If you don't forgive us And what You don't have mercy on us Lanakunanna Minal khasireen Then we are the failures We are the losers So it shows That in Islam We must Encourage, motivate people to make this toba, the month of Ramadan is month of Toba. Where we beg all my Allah Allah forgiveness. So all this year we should remember fifteen Shaban, all this are all Allah giving us a bonus. Before the month of Ramadan, take this night. Ask of me and I will forgive you. Allah my Oh Allah, indeed you are of forgiving. You love to forgive. Fafu Anni, forgive me. Fafu forgive us the hadith. In so these are all opportunities for us. So here yeah, all Allah states, these people here, yeah, they are fasiq and they are transgressors, except those people who make tawbah, after that aslahu and they make amends so in a case like that you have to beg pardon forgiveness from all and you have to go to that lady or that man against whom we made the allegation and remember that that person also must forgive us because this crime is a multiple crime فَإِنَّ Allah غَفُورُ Rahim, then verily all is of forgiving very merciful this ayat here is when we cast aspersions allegations accusations against ordinary ladies but when a person casts allegations against the honorable wives of mustafa sallallahu alaihi then that verse will still come in front same surah surah 24 surah nur and verse number 23 and then you will see what the consequences are such people are out of the fold of islam so therefore, anybody casting aspersion accusation against our mother, Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha, or anybody else, such person are out of the fall of Islam. Here there is an academic discussion. According to majority scholars, the translation is, وَأُولَيْ الْفَاسِقُونَ these people who committed this crime of accusing chaste people, women or men, and calling them zani, fornicator, fornicators and adulterer, adulterers. So they become farcic, trans and transgressors and so forth, and sinners, إِلَّا الَّذِينَ Tabu, Except those people who make tawbah, Mimbadi بَعْدِ After that were aslahu and they make amends. So it means that now they will be forgiven by Almighty Allah. But still in future their testimony would not be accepted. Imam Abu Hanifa says no. Illadina Tabu is not connected to one sentence only, but the last two. Then the first you gave them the 80 lashes, and then after that Allah says, وَلَا تَقْبَلُوا لَهُمْ شَهَادَةً أَبَدًا Don't accept their testimony, وَأُولَيْكَ مُلْفَاسِقُونَ And they are the ones who are transgressors. So he says, if the person made sincere Toba with these conditions, everything, then that person comes out of the category and he is now pure, he is chaste and good, meaning that is adil. When I say pure, meaning is adil, he is just now and a man of integrity. So therefore, that law will not apply. That his testimony will be accepted in many cases. So therefore, we need to remember this is academic discussion but it's just for your information so that we know how these ayats work so the end of the day remember Islam is there to protect our religion to protect our wealth, to protect our intelligence, to protect our honor, and to protect our reputation, and to protect our assets. Everything Islam has, and therefore Islam has brought this punishment of hudud, the penal code. May all might Allah, Jalla give us tawfiq, and the ability to understand our Dinul islam wa akhiru da'wana. and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.